Boundaries, they're so important and they can help you to keep your mental sanity. That's exactly what I've been able to implement here in my life over the last week. And honestly, in one short week, it has changed dramatically. And I want to share that with you. And hopefully you can create some boundaries, especially in the entrepreneur world, to be able to help you keep your sanity, change your life. We're going to talk about that right now here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor. Thanks so much for checking this out. And if you have a boundary that you've set for your life or one that maybe after today's video you're going to set, I would love if you go onto our YouTube channel. If you're already on the YouTube channel, just go ahead and go down to the bottom, click on the comments, add into the comments one boundary that you are either implementing already or going to implement and how it has changed your life or how it's going to change your life. That is exactly what I want to hear from you because I'm so excited to talk about this today because it's it's just so relevant to what's going on in my life. And anytime I find something amazing, I love sharing it with anyone and everyone. And before I get into that, speaking of sharing anything with everyone, and that is Airbnb. If you guys don't already know, we have a website that has a ton of information, a ton of resources, fearlesskyle.com. All you got to do is go there and then just check out all the resources right there at your fingertips. We got the Airbnb profit calculator that can help you to figure out if you have a deal or a dud in Airbnb. I have an Airbnb shopping list that you can know how to set up your place. I have courses. I have mentorship. I have everything possible. And if you still are just like, gosh, I don't know which direction to take. All you've got to do, this is really simple. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash consultation, fearlesskyle.com forward slash consultation. And you can book a free 15 minute call with me and I'll help answer your two or three burning questions to help you get started. Speaking of getting started, we're going to get started right now on this topic of how this one boundary has completely changed my life and how I can kind of use some of this to help maybe you change your life with just setting some boundaries. So what I want to talk about is this, this thing that I learned recently from my therapist, which is called a cognitive checkpoint. And I, I actually learned about this because I came in one day and was talking to her. I'm like, gosh, everyone, everyone is looking for answers from me. And I'm, and I'm getting this, this overwhelm and I'm getting this, this whole feeling of like, if, if I'm not the answer for this person, then I, I don't know where they're going to find the answer. And then, then it just leads me into this, like, holy cow, there's so much pressure. And, and we ended up talking about boundaries. And we talked about this thing called a cognitive checkpoint, which essentially is giving you a boundary to where you don't go and do that one thing that's going to steal your time. And it's almost like a self-check for why are you even going to do this? And so... Uh, the, the cognitive checkpoint for me was getting a second cell phone, believe it or not, a second cell phone. And the reason was is because this work phone, which is right next to me too, anytime I would go to check something to make sure, you know, hey, if it was my fiance calling me, if it was a friend texting me that we were going to go meet somewhere, I had all these other notifications. It was, you know, um, email notifications and it was social media notifications and it was, Airbnb notifications. And, and before I know it, I'm going to check my phone to just see, okay, are we on time for seven o'clock? And before I know it, I'm scrolling. It's seven o'clock. I'm still in my car. I haven't left. And, and, and I'm just, guys, I wasn't present. I wasn't allowing myself to 
be in the moment. And so what I did is I got this second cell phone, only about 20 people have this number. I'm sorry, I'm not giving it to you. Uh, but this personal cell phone now is something that I'm carrying with me 24 seven. And then this other cell phone, I have strict hours with 8am to 6pm, not touching it on Saturday and Sunday. And I've let my entire team know and, and that's how good my team is too. just, you know, you, you can't just blanket go do this without having a great team on your side because now my team knows hey if there's an absolute emergency we do have kyle's personal cell phone number but don't call him unless it's an absolute emergency so this guys this is an example of a cognitive checkpoint um, another cognitive checkpoint is if instead of staying logged in to your uh, one app that takes a lot of your time uh, you now have to insert that password and that email and it gets you thinking for that 10 to 15 seconds that you're inserting that of like why am i even going to do this and it almost makes you kind of double guess yourself because it's not so easily accessible anymore um another one is just putting that that temptation in another room if it's the tv if it's the computer if it's food whatever that is you have to get literally get up get out of your chair maybe even go downstairs or upstairs in order to get it because it's in a different room and you think as you go there, hey, why am I doing this? Is this a comfort thing? Is this a uh, routine thing? Or is this actually going to accomplish something? So, you know, I want you to identify right now as we're going through this, what is one cognitive checkpoint that you could start to use in your life that could help you to do the same thing? Is it, you know, for us as entrepreneurs, Social media is a big thing, right? Um, I don't know about you, but I hate social media with a passion, but I have to do it because it's part of my business. It feels very heavy to me. It feels you know, draining of my time. And so for me, having that second cell phone now where there is no social media on my personal phone has given me that cognitive checkpoint as an entrepreneur to not have to check that and feel like I have to go and look at things and, and post things and reply to comments, reply to messages. So what is that one thing for you? Start creating that cognitive checkpoint for you. And I'm telling you that in itself was just a game changer. But, but what is that doing? That's actually creating a boundary, right? That's creating something that is internal and helping you check yourself internally. And what does that do? So let's just talk about some of the benefits of boundaries, whether it's internal or external with other people. I already mentioned one of them, mental sanity. Okay. I am you know, maybe even a better term is just mental presence, uh, being in the moment, but also it's helped me to not have so much overwhelm to where I'm, you know, I've, I even had one night, my, uh, <laughs> it kind of turned into a joke. Uh, but you know, my, my fiance was like, why, why are you like not wanting to use your phone tonight? And I just literally told her, I was like, I don't want to be by my phone tonight because it just feels heavy. And she, she couldn't under understand that. Cause she was just like, wait, I don't get it. Like, because over here, she doesn't have a lot of these Airbnb notifications and work notifications. Cause when she is finished with work, she's done with work. But for me, it just keeps on going. And so I had to literally like for mental sanity, put down my phone. And this was about a month or two ago. And, and so like having that, that opportunity to just create that mental sanity and say, Hey, it's past blank PM. It's past 6 PM. It's past 9 PM. I'm not going to touch that thing. I'm creating myself with a boundary. Here's another thing that it really did. It let me relax. Okay. Um, as soon as 6 PM hit this last week for, I've been doing this for about nine days now for these last nine days, when 6 PM is hit, 
instead of me being like, oh, what else can I accomplish? What else can I do so that I have less to do tomorrow? What it's done is it's been a boundary for me that I've said, no, you can't do any work after 6 p.m. You can't touch that work phone. And so what have I been able to do? I've been able to take my dog on more walks. I've been able to go to the gym more often. I've been able to detach a little bit more. I've been able to feel refreshed waking up the next day because I haven't been going to bed doing work and waking up doing work. Um, that, that's about all I'll say about the mental sanity part. Um, it, it's a reflection of the value that you put on yourself as well. And what do I mean by that? When you have a, a boundary that you're setting and you're not crossing that boundary, what it does is it helps other people understand your boundaries. And I started to think about this and I'm like, wow, you know, there's those people in my life that I know they do the same thing. They don't touch their phone after six o'clock. And so what have I done as the external person, knowing that this person has set an internal boundary of, hey, I don't touch my phone after 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. or whatever that is. Well, I, in return, have gone up to pick up my phone and then looked at the time and said, oh, that's right. Stratton doesn't take calls after 7 p.m. Valentine doesn't take calls on the weekend. And I, and I remember these things so that I can say, okay, I'll just set a reminder to call them the next day. So these people around you will start to, they should start to honor your boundaries as well. But that was another thing that we really talked about is you can't just set the boundaries, you have to enforce the boundaries. And what my therapist talked about was not going on this side of the street, you don't let people on this side of the street. And um, when you let people on that side of the street, now they think they can cross at any time. They, there's no stop sign holding them up. It's, it's a green walking person all the time. So don't let people on that side of the street. If you say, I'm not touching my phone after 6 p.m., even if you see that notification by accident, don't respond, okay? They, they have to abide by your boundaries as well. And so when you do that, it's like you have this, this set value that's on your forehead where you're walking around, where it's either I value myself or I don't value myself. And when people see that you don't actually value your time or yourself, they're, they're just, it's not out of even um, ill will or out of um, any sort of trying to, um, trying to break a boundary. They just know that, in, you know, subconsciously they know, okay, hey, this person's going to respond. So I can message them anytime. So setting that because it's going to help you to be able to put that, that value on your forehead that says, I value myself or I don't value myself. And I think the way that uh, people value your time, again, is a reflection of how you value your time. So if you don't value your time, and if you say, hey, it's okay if I work until 3 a.m., then other people are going to work you until 3 a.m., and they're going to cross those boundaries. So that's why this is important. And another important thing is that it separates different parts of your life, you know, work and family, personal, leisure, uh, faith. You know, you're able to, uh, for lack of a better term, compartmentalize. I don't know if that's the healthiest term, but it allows you to be able to say, okay, and, and kind of like, you know, I've talked about the red, the green, and the yellow. Uh, the red is the, the non-negotiable. The green is the non-negotiable. You put these in your calendar. Red stands for work or family. Green stands for, you know, that side hustle or the, the business that you're building. And those are non-negotiables. You put those as times in your calendar as non-negotiables. And it's kind of the same way here where you have these non-negotiable times that you're putting into work and into family and into leisure and into faith. And you set these boundaries of they can't cross each other. 
There is no crossing work and, and leisure time or work and family time. And, and even maybe even it's at the dinner table, for example, maybe you and your wife so badly want to talk about work that day because so many exciting things, but the kids are there too. And you've set a boundary that no talk of work at the dinner table. It's only talking about X, Y, and Z when we're at dinner, there's no TV on when we're at dinner. You know, those are the things that you start to, again, put those boundaries in. Um, and then just the, the last thing that it helps with is, I think it helps with your presence. It helps with you to be able to just be there, be in the moment and be able to say, okay, I'm, I'm 100% focused on this. You know, when we try to be really good at everything all at once, what do we do? We can never be really good at it. We can only be average at it. So I look back on, you know, uh, B BK before, or, you know, uh, actually it would be BC <laughs> before the second cell phone. Um, I, I look at that version of me and my mind was always in five different places. And so how can I be present if my mind is thinking about, Oh, I got to do this this weekend. I got to go accomplish this. And I, it, it all happened because I'm thinking to myself, I've got this phone in my pocket and I feel it buzzing. Even if I don't feel it buzzing, it's there. I have access to it. And like, guys, this is, this is literally like an obsession, you know? And so separating that helped me to just say, Hey, I got everything done today. Now I can go and have dinner, be present. And people have noticed the difference around me as well. So that's why I think they're important. Now let's just talk about like, in regards to where you should create boundaries if you're an entrepreneur. So these are going to be based about the four or five ways that I think as an entrepreneur, and if you're watching this video, right, or if you're listening to this podcast, you're thinking to yourself, well, um, I'm either building a business and I have a tough time with this, or I'm going to build a business and I might eventually have a tough time with this as well. Um, most of you are probably listening to this because you are an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur. And I think the number one thing that we can create a boundary on is access to social media or the internet. We are obsessed with progress, right? Like every day I log in, I want to see how many more views that I have on my YouTube channel, how many more bookings that I get on Airbnb. Um, I want to see, um, you know, what, what the, the numbers look like in the bank account and the, in the stocks and all that. And so when we have access to all of that, or how many likes did I get on Instagram? How many comments did I get on Facebook? You know, our largest Facebook group in the world for education and Airbnb is growing by now almost 1500 people per day. That's crazy. It's progress over a year ago is, or less than a year ago is growing by a thousand per week. It's, it's exciting to see these things, but it's that dopamine that we get when we feel that and we see progress through social media and the internet that really draws our attention. And so we're always thinking, hey, did we get that like? Did we get that new subscriber? Did we get that new person? Did we get that new client? Did they order? And am I going to see that email notification saying that they ordered? Um, and just creating that boundary with your internet and social media usage so that you know, okay, I can check those things during this block of time. But after that block of time, it's gone. I'm not thinking about it. I have to detach from that or else I'm always going to be drawn to that. Even though I'm here, I'm at Disneyland, I'm at the dinner table with family, I'm at a Christmas uh, event. Even though I'm there, if I haven't created that boundary, what am I doing? I'm always thinking, what am I missing on my email? What am I missing on Instagram? You have to create that boundary. I think that's the number one thing for us as entrepreneurs is creating that sort of um, uh, you know, just technology boundary, I guess you could even say more so. Um, the next one I think is really probably the most important is where your working hours and 
if, if we don't stop, we will never stop. Right. If we, and this is where I was a couple of weeks ago is that I, I didn't have those defined working hours. I didn't say you're done at 6 PM. I just said, okay, I'm going to accomplish all this stuff today. And whether it takes two hours or 20 hours, I'm going to finish all this stuff. But what happens when you only finish everything in two hours, then you start looking at the next day and you're like, well, I could get ahead on this. And before you know it every day, you're still, even though you only need to work, call it four or five hours to accomplish what you need to accomplish. You find yourself working 10, 12, 14 hour days because you're just thinking, well, if I can just get this one more thing finished because you don't have any boundaries of what you needed to accomplish that day and what your working hours were. So be your own boss. I know you've gotten to being your own boss because you don't want a boss, but you can be your own boss. You can set those times. You can set those hours. And by doing that, by setting those working hours with not just yourself, but by letting other people know that and being upfront about that, the best way I can share this with you is in Airbnb. Um, and, and this is going to be two of the next ways that, and I'll just go ahead and, and let this lump into the next two ways. The next two ways you can kind of combine is your clients and your employees. So, uh, let's just recap really quick. We talked about technology. We talked about working hours and now we're sharing those working hours with clients and with employees. And so by doing this, you're not going to get those 9 PM texts, those 12 AM texts those phone calls that are really not urgent, but that person thinks it's urgent. And now you're going to train your employees and train your clients. This is how I communicate. So for example, uh, Mr. Smith, uh, and this is me taking on a new client as a co-host in Airbnb. Um, Mr. Smith, excited to make you money, excited to do this. Here's what to expect from us. Oh, by the way, I work the hours of Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then I don't work the weekends. Here is the other phone number of my assistant that you can reach at these hours. And then if you can't reach her, here's a third number. And, that, and we give that information and we share with, and I share with them, and here's a, an appropriate thing to contact me with. Okay, you, you have a money question. You have a process question. That's me. If you have a scheduling question, you want to go stay at the place yourself, you're going to contact my assistant. If you have a cleaning question, you're going to contact my assistant. Any day-to-day -day operations, you're going to contact my assistant. And oh, by the way, if it's not urgent, I really encourage you, don't text me because texts get lost really easily. I can pin important emails, and I can go and check those at the end of the day. So do me a favor, before you pick up the phone to call me or text me, think about, is this important? If it's not important, go ahead and email me. And if it is important, absolutely, give me a call. That way, when I see your phone call come in, it's not like the boy who cried wolf. It's I, I know it's going to be important. So I'll pick that up. So I, I'm training th these people now. And again, staying on your side of the road, right? We talked about not letting people cross over to your side of the road. If they call, if you tell them I'm between the hours of nine or 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., they call you at 6.01 p.m. and you answer, guess what? They're going to keep on pushing you. Don't let them on your side of the road. It's 6.01 p.m. You're done for the day. You can check that at 8 a.m. the next day. You've given them the power to go and call someone else like your assistant or to send that email because it's not important. And so keep those boundaries too. And with employees, of course, like just what I mentioned, what I've told them is if it's absolutely an emergency, here's my personal cell phone. You don't share my personal cell phone with anyone, but if it's an absolute emergency and there's no way you can figure this out on your own, 
that's when you have this phone number. And if I see you calling the personal cell, I know to answer it, but it better be an emergency. Okay. So those are the next people. And then of course your family. And, and what I mean by this one, this one might actually surprise you because you're like boundaries with your family. Isn't that the, the ones that you're doing all this for? Absolutely. It's who you're doing this for. But I think it's the most important people to set boundaries with, because here's the deal. They deserve the best version of you. They deserve a hundred percent of you. They don't deserve 75% of you. They deserve a hundred percent of you. So here's what I mean. Hey, honey, I know that you deserve the best of me, but during the hours of 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., I'm not going to be able to give you the best version of me. So if it's something about, hey, what are we doing for dinner tonight? If it's just a check-in of like, hey, how's your day going? Like, yeah, all day long. Let's text about that. But if you call me during the hours of 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and you expect us to have a meaningful conversation, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to happen because my mind is in work mode. But I'll tell you what, at 6.01 p.m., as soon as the clock hits 6.01, I'm all yours. Now I'm telling my clients that they, they don't get to call me with anything because from 6 to 9 p.m. and then every hour of the waking day on Saturday and Sunday, I'm all yours. I'm all the families. Like, wouldn't you rather have 100% of me for, what is that, like 70 hours a week than 50% of me for 168 hours a week? What sounds better to you? And so setting those boundaries with even your family, I think is just so stinking important. I hope this helped you guys today. Uh, those are the, the five types of people that I'm going to set boundaries with. And, and I just got to tell you, it's been such a game changer for me. It's been so impactful to see just how one little thing has bled into all this clarity in my life for boundaries. Um, and so what I want to just remind you of is, your, your call to action here is to make one cognitive checkpoint for yourself or create one new boundary uh, that is within any of these categories. Again, and that's going to be technology or social media, um, what your working hours are, who your clients, uh, what you're going to say to your clients, what you're going to say to your employees, or what you're going to say to your family. What is that one thing going to be for you? Comment on this. If you're listening on the podcast, I'd love if you go over to the YouTube channel and comment on this. Uh, but one more time, Get subscribed, whether you're not subscribed to the podcast or not subscribed to the YouTube channel, that needs to change right now. Make sure to do that. Subscribe um, and comment right away because we want to hear from you. Um, also want to hear like, what do you want to learn, especially in regards to investing and Airbnb? I want to know what you want to learn so I can keep on giving you everything that you want to digest for information. Um, everything that you can find worth value is going to be at fearlesskyle.com. That's where you can find everything Airbnb related, everything about my podcast and YouTube channel, everything about everything in regards to what I'm doing. And we would love to see you there. Let's go out there, conquer the world of investing. We'll see you next time on The Fearless Investor.